sermon podcast of Dan Roschke, pastor of Bethlehem Lutheran Church in Fairfax, Virginia. For more information about Bethlehem, visit our website at blclife.org. But now, here's Pastor Dan and his sermon for today. Friends, Merry Christmas. Grace to you and peace from God who comes down to this earth, who chooses to become enfleshed as a weak little baby in a Bethlehem manger, who comes alongside us, identifies with all who are on the edges, and especially when we're hurting the most who loves us. Grace to you and peace from that Jesus, whose birth we celebrate this holy night. Amen. I love when things that are in plain sight get overlooked, <laughs> right? It's always pretty funny when this happens. Um, maybe to us, maybe to someone that we know, someone in our household, you know, where are my keys? Where are my keys? Looking all over the place. Where are my glasses? How many stories do we have like this? Only to find that they're on your forehead or in your pocket. <laughs> oh, it's right there. I love when things that are in plain sight are just overlooked. Oh, it's right there. And then we laugh as we catch our breath. We cling to what we thought was lost a little bit tighter. And then we get on our way. I think we're all well aware that while the holidays are meant to be all cheery and bright, it's a very difficult season for so many. The pressures of school, for one thing, amp up in December with final exams, right? Trying to study and focus with the Christmas music blaring at every single coffee shop. Starting in November, caffeinated and that caffeine laced with cinnamon running through our bloodstreams. It's, it's a little maddening this time of year. Work pressures mount too as year-end decisions abound and books close on the finances for the year and all the other things that happen at this time. And of course, so many pressures at home. For many, tonight is the first Christmas without a dear one, maybe a spouse or a parent or a friend or a child. And just about everyone is grieving someone that they have lost in previous years, and it makes this time of year a little bittersweet. So many are on the edge, on the edge of having enough to pay the bills and still put some gifts under the tree, on the edge of staying warm in these cold, cold days, on the edge of keeping it together. Just keeping it together, looking nice, sounding nice, hosting nice, baking nice, giving nice, receiving nice. It's frantic. Racial tensions and injustices in this nation, political tensions and infighting, international tensions and innumerable lives at risk, climate and abortion and elections and COVID still all over the place on the edge of tears, maybe even on the edge of hope itself, searching for a glimmer of light, a ray of truth, a reason to go on, but coming up short. It's a tough time of year. 
I'm taking us out into the fields around Bethlehem here, just reflecting on how difficult it is. We're getting outside of Bethlehem, you see. The shepherds keeping watch over what little they had. Some sheep, a cloak to stay warm, a staff to help with their job, maybe a little bite and a swig to share, but on the edge in so many ways. I think we can all identify with the shepherds in some way or another at Christmas. How are you in the fields right now, keeping watch over what you have? outside of Bethlehem walls, getting by? How are you on the edge? How are you struggling to fit in or to keep it together or to get by or to find hope? Talking earlier this week on the phone with our dear sister, member Val Sharp, and we were just talking about a lot of things. Um, We were talking about Nadine Jones's death on Tuesday. Nadine's member of the congregation. She's such an important member, important leader in this church for so many years. And we were talking about how death came so quickly for her and and about how her husband, Joe, is doing. I'm talking about stupid COVID, <laughs> keeping us apart again and again. We're talking about the struggles and so many of these pressures that I'm naming here, particularly those Uh, that young people are experiencing. And Val then just drops the question on me, the question. Pastor, she says, where is God? How would you respond to this? Where is God? It was a real shepherds in the field kind of moment, actually. We just needed to sit under the weight of that question for a moment, I realized. The season of Advent is, in a sense, sitting under the weight of that question for a minute. And what a relief, by the way, that someone feels that they can voice that kind of a question out loud, especially in the church, especially as a lifelong church person, that we can sit with that question, where is God? Saying the question out loud helps us get pressed down by it, not rushing to answer it too quickly, just sitting under its weight, under those dark skies shivering together in a cold field. That's a bite, a swig, you know, can you see it? You in the fields outside with me? As I reflect on these things, as we think about these things and sit under so much weight. Are you on the edge with me, feeling pressed down with me? Shepherds in the fields. And then it happens. Finally, it happens. That light suddenly ekes through the night. Oh, it's right here. Like finding my glasses on my forehead, my keys in my own pocket. Oh, it's right here in my conversation with Val. In still, small, quiet ways, in the shared bite and the tiny swig, the angels are singing and God is there. Oh, it's right here. And we laugh as we catch our breath and get going.
the multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and singing are all those little lights in our lives. Like each individual tiny Christmas light you're seeing these days. You can't miss them. They're everywhere. Many, many lights out there deep in these cold winter days. From now on, think of Christmas lights as angels singing to the shepherds who are on the edge. Wherever you see those Christmas lights, whether at home or at the mall or on the neighbor's house across the street or as little candles held by carolers, our candles that we'll hold tonight and sing Silent Night, or from far and high above as you fly over the land if you're traveling in this season. Angels, angels, angels everywhere. Think of Christmas lights as angels singing, Do not be afraid. A Savior has been born, and He is for everyone all around the world, all those who sit in hopelessness, sadness, unimaginable grief, sickness, even facing death itself, unto us all is born a Savior. Right in plain sight, under our noses, oh, it's right there. We see each other in a new way. We remember we're not alone. We remember that we're redeemed and held and loved. We remember that even in the darkest, coldest, saddest corners of our lives, our world, this tiny Jesus meets us, finds us, in fact, in the field, out on the edges, struggling to get by. Christ comes alongside us and calls us together to take shelter the shelter of the stable, to share shelter in a stable, meager and and adequate, but together. Here's what's always been under our noses. You know, nativity scenes, little figurines. Sometimes they're little tiny figurines, like the ones we have maybe in our homes, in in our narthex here at church. Uh, sometimes they're living. Nativities are, nativing, are, are, are living. But here's what's always been under our noses. The nativities, there's never one single figure in a nativity. That's always been true. There's always multiple pieces. Different people, animals, Mary, Joseph, shepherds, wise men, sheep, goats, cattle, angels. Just in the sharing together of the weight of the big questions, the immeasurable grief, pain, suffering, loss, there's never one figure, always more than one. Wherever two or three are gathered, Christ is there too. God is right here. I'm so glad that we're all gathered together on this holy night. God's holy incarnation, that is Jesus' birth, draws us together draws us into the stable, draws people of all walks and shades and persuasions and different experiences of what the edge means. Even animals are there. Don't you think it's interesting that the creatures, the animals, are never left out of nativities? Wouldn't be a full nativity if they were. What if the Christmas story 
This is off topic a little bit, but what if the Christmas story was our rationale for, for our passionate work of caring for the environment, for God's creation? Not science or, or, or all the news stories or even other parts of the Bible. What if it was the Christmas story? That's our rationale for taking care of God's earth. All people, all creation, drawn together into the stable, led by the angel's light in the sky. Well, actually, it's a light along the ground. Here's another thing that's been under our noses all these years. (laughs) I've never caught it anyway. I mean, I haven't. The angels are not in the sky, if you read the text. They might be in our imaginations. But if you read the text, they're on the ground. Verse 9 says, Then the angel of the Lord stood before them. You don't stand hovering. You stand on the ground. Then the angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them. That is, all around the shepherds. The angel was on the earth. And then gets joined by a multitude of other angels on the ground. Right here. Oh, it's right here. Not up there. In fact, not to make this into a whole Bible study on Christmas Eve, but Luke's entire gospel, you could argue, is about moving from gazing up, being a gazing up Christian, to being a on-the-ground Christian. Seeing it all, even angels, even salvation, even Jesus, right here in front of you. Jesus' birth gives our necks a break, <laughs> a rest from gazing up. Have you ever gotten your neck tired out by looking up, maybe at a movie screen or, or up at the night sky for a long, long time? Jesus' birth gives our necks a rest from gazing up to bowing down, to see the divine down here. Both the heavenly host and Christ himself down here on the ground, even in the darkest of nights, the angels light the way along the ground. Do not be afraid. Oh, it's right here. And we laugh and we catch our breath and we cling to what we thought we lost a little tighter. And then we get going. Friends, Jesus gathers us together to care for each other, to care for every human and the planet itself. We are each simultaneously, in other words, angels and shepherds. You are both. Sometimes our work is to sing the good news, to be angel lights on the ground. Other times all we can do is receive it, like those shepherds on the edge. Trust it, follow it, and then we go. So they went, the gospel says about the shepherds in the field. So they went. They were told, and so they went. And so do we, friends. So now, we too get going in grace, in joy, in peace, in Christ. Amen. at Bethlehem Lutheran Church, thank you for listening. Check us out again soon. And to learn more about our national church body, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, visit elca.org. Goodbye for now. And remember, God's outpouring of grace and peace never runs dry. Here's to a new day.
Evangelical. That was terrible. To learn more about our national church body. Start over, start over. <laughs> okay. Is that hard? No, not really. Pretty easy? Yeah. You could edit.